the fuck thought it was a good idea to start a podcast in a global pandemic? <laughs> I've got to avoid legal snacks by telling you all that we're being recorded. So there you go, guys. We're being recorded because I don't want to get... Podcast and we're recording. <laughs> we're recording remotely. Feel like we need to let everyone know that. Don't we, Abs? I'm in bed. Me too. Uh, I'm downstairs with the dogs. So I do apologise if you hear him. And my washing machine. But I think it's stopped now. Can you guys hear it? No. Oh, there we go. Okay. It's probably just about to go into a spin or something. It's going to go... <laughs> You'll hear it. It'll be the time when it moves across the floor. Yeah. Hello, I'm Amy and I'm the married one and my husband comes home tomorrow. Woo! I'm Lily, I'm the maiden one and I'm at home on my own. I'm Abby and I am the mother but I don't have my child because she'd be too noisy while we record. And that is why you're in bed recording. Yeah, exactly, because I would definitely not be in bed if she was here. (laughs) I'd be like, Mum, can you play with this LOL doll? Mum, can I do this? Mum, can I have some chocolate? No. Well, she's so cute, though. Honestly. She's adorable. <laughs> okay, girls. So, um, what good things and bad things and ugly things have happened this week? Anyone want to go first? You well, I definitely first. have an ugly one. Well, you go ugly first, then. Okay. So, my ugly one is that my adorable, beautiful daughter, as you have just both called her, shit in my hand today. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> this week. And then turned around to me and said, it looks like a donut. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. Honestly. And then I was like, you told me you were done because she asked me to wipe her bum because she's not quite there yet. And I was like, you told me you were done. And she was like, I was just joking. And then just walked off while I'm standing there with shit in my hand. Oh, she's so sassy. That is gone. She's brilliant. There and took it. Yeah. Well, what else am I going to do? Like, smear it on her? <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. Turn it back up there now. Yeah. You can't do that. So, yeah, that was my ugly for this week. Well, that is, that is actually really tickled me. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks like a donut. That's yeah. how she describes oh. it. Mmm, delish. <laughs> didn't eat my chocolate donut that night. <laughs> Has anyone else got any good or bad or ugly things that have happened this week or are yet to happen? I tested positive for COVID. wasn't exactly this week, but it's been the last couple of weeks. Did you have any symptoms? No, I just had a headache and tired. You've had your vaccine? Yeah, I've had both doses of the Pfizer one. So you've had both doses and then you tested positive. I have yes. had like, quite a few horror stories about them, though. Like It makes me quite nervous to get it, but at the same time, I think, I vaccinate my child, so why would I not vaccinate myself? Yeah. Exactly. And you've got to think of all the vaccines we've already had in our lives. I know, like, we don't have polio and all these other diseases because of vaccines and because of scientists. And yeah, I understand yeah. that in the world right now there's so much uncertainty. Like, I'm not having it just yet, only because I've scared myself into thinking that it can affect my fertility. Yeah, but th- with the Pfizer one, and because you don't get to pick what one you get, yeah. the Pfizer one, they have said that it could affect your fertility, so that's kind of understandable as to why you do that. But then you hear things about the vaccine only lasting five months, but do you know what? It is what it is. Once I think what out. makes it more scary is that with these vaccines that we've all already had, they were already developed before we were alive. Like, we're only 25. We had, we had them before we had the choice to have them. Done thing to get done. I'm not yeah. an anti 
character in no way, shape or form. Like, I will get it done eventually. But it, at the moment, I've got to admit, it is giving me I'm Legend vibes, you know. They found <laughs> cancer, didn't they? And then they all vaccinated everyone and then pff, zombie apocalypse. If I turn oh, into a zombie, then that's life, isn't it? Yeah. That, just don't yeah. come and eat my brains because I haven't got many and I need to retain the ones I've got. <laughs> be the best looking zombie there is Mills with your lipstick and it would be blood red oh yeah of course it would and because you'd be paler than you already are it would just stand out even more I'm pale too my nan always calls me an English rose yeah Yeah. I just get called milky well I asked Faye what colour my skin tone is and we're peach apparently nice nice that's a nice yeah that's a nice one peach I want to talk about something good my husband has been away for the last nearly six and a half seven months i can't actually tell you how many months it's been because covid and he blends into one and literally it has he's been deployed and he is home tomorrow he would have been home what hopefully on the day of releasing this he would have been home a week and hopefully i will not be able to walk this time next week (laughs) (laughs) so you're welcome for that one uh sorry mum if you are listening actually no i'm not sorry you all keep asking me to have a baby you basically ask me to have sex yeah so that's my good thing I keep saying it's one more sleep. Technically, it's two, but I know that I won't sleep tomorrow night. I know I'll be pacing, so... You're normally in bed by, like, half nine, and you think you're going to make it till four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, no shade or anything, but you're an old lady. <laughs> I am, yeah. I do like my sleep. And I've not been sleeping well, because I've been so excited. She might go to bed at, like, half six, though. And wake up at, like, twelve. Like, yeah. girls, wake up! I'm so excited. Oh, Dave's coming home. Thank you for giving me ideas. It's gonna happen. Um, also, real quick as well, just wanted to say another good thing this week was buying this bloody lovely microphone. Yes, I am a bit yeah, and I just wanted to let you all know that to, to test that it worked, I burped into it and I recorded it. <laughs> I got a voice recorder up and I burped into the microphone so I could tell if it was the microphone on my laptop. Stay tuned to listen to Amy's burp at the end. <laughs> Do you find it weird that, like, we're recording this, but we can see each other, but we're talking as though we're not there, if that makes sense? Yeah, that is a fair point, because obviously this isn't going to be an audio podcast. No, a video podcast. It's going to be an audio podcast. Yeah. I feel like when we're talking, I need to see you, because we'll be having a good chat about something, and then Abby will go, no, stop, stop. (laughs) I don't want to know about it, because I want to react naturally to the story. Save it for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so with my husband coming home, going to have all the sex, really wanted to touch down on lockdown grooming and skincare. Obviously, Abby is our fabulous main Instagram poster because I am so old, I literally don't know how to do it. And I'm just trapped. Literally the same age as both of us. uh, All three of us are 25 and she's like, I'm just so fucking old. (laughs) Oh, well, I probably just need to put this disclaimer out as well. I have a potty mouth, and I swear a lot. I've already sworn about five times. Might be a bit late, but I'm just saying it now. So if you don't like swearing, you probably shouldn't listen. Okay, so um, Abby posted something about lockdown grooming. Can I just say it was all, it was a team effort. Abby (laughs) it because I uh, don't, don't know what I'm doing. About lockdown grooming and skincare. Now, I said in that post, didn't I, that um, I've been having my um, nether regions waxed. Since By I nether there. regions, you mean vagina, yeah? Yeah, I've had my and vagina that hole. Arsehole. My gooch as well. Waxed. Wait, 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 wait. Do women have gooches? Because I thought that was just men that have gooches. 
Future yes, I think it's called perineum. I think that's what it's called. Something like that. I'm going to search it. I thought that was a spice. <laughs> anyway, so I've been getting my uh, my fanny, my gooch and my arsehole waxed since I was 18. And obviously with COVID. It's very young to start that, isn't it? Like, were you not nervous? No, because what happened was me and my oldest and one of my bestest pals, Liv, she turned 18 and she was like, fuck it shall we just go and i was like all right then and we smoke like chimneys then as well so we read that you shouldn't smoke because it can increase pain so we stopped smoking for the morning we took paracetamol <laughs> before we went there and we were, oh my god i was sweating i had to have three nervous wheeze and i thought i can't have a nervous poo because she's gonna see my butthole i can't do it yeah and literally the thought hurts more than anything we didn't do that we didn't groom ourselves or wax ourselves for anyone other than ourselves we just thought let's give it a go see what it's like like god it made my life so much easier that i went back and i never stopped never ever you know what it makes me cry my eyebrows being waxed like my eyes are streaming having your eyebrows waxed hurts more than having yeah the skin on your eyebrow is so thin so sensitive obviously i do the body shop independent body shop at home consultant little plug there follow refresh revamp revive on facebook They say that the skin around your eyes is like tissue paper, the skin on your face is like paper, and then the skin on the rest of your body is like cardboard. So it is the thinnest skin. Yeah, so it, it hurts. I think it bled. I've actually got, I had mine done yesterday. Uh, um, I was like, my eyebrows really need doing, please help me. And she was like, we've got some wax strips. So she did mine on my manager's eyebrows. You don't clean them properly after, you can get little pimples. And we didn't have anything to wipe them with apart from anti-back wipes. <laughs> Anyway, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah, wax it. And how often do you have to have it done? So the first time, I'm pretty sure it's every six weeks, but you've got to have a good amount of hair there to have it waxed. If it is too short, like it will hurt. And I went once before a holiday and I sometimes like I'll plan in advance yeah. so like when I went on my honeymoon last year like I had to change my waxing schedule so I had to be a little bit hairy for a little bit longer so I was smooth sleek and sexy for my honeymoon but this one time I didn't realize that I think it was the first holiday I went on and I went there and instead of using hot wax so girls I really recommend if you're going to wax your vaginas use hot wax because it opens up the pores they had to use the wax sheets that you tear apart like you can go to boots and buy them oh god no Honest to God, my fadge was bruised. It was horrible. It was painful. Don't ever, ever do that. The first time, I would say six weeks and then three to four weeks after. But because I've been having it for so long, I've got little tiny little bulb patches. They come back thin. They're not hairy. Obviously, girls, disclaimer, I have had such long pubes. I <laughs> plucked a few to show them. I sent them a picture of them because I'm classy AF. I just note, can I also note that she sent us this picture this morning while she was sitting on the toilet at work. I sent you one the other day as well. <laughs> oh yeah, and then the other day, the one the other day, you, you lined up in size order, didn't you, for yeah, us? How are they? That's what I mean. They're not thick. They're quite thin. Yeah. Like, they're not they're coarse, thin and wispy. Yeah, yeah, they're not coarse, yeah, they're not. But obviously because of COVID, so what? I went on my honeymoon in Jamaica and then literally we came back in March. So I, I think I'm pretty sure I had a wax in March and then lockdown happened. I had a bush. I did lockdown. Literally, I had a bush. Poor Dave. To be fair, he doesn't really care as long as I'm happy then whatever. Some men do though. Some men are really offended by pubic hair. And yeah. I'm just like, darling, it's natural. At least I have it. It means I've gone through pubic yeah but maybe it's not the right thing to say but if you are a proper man you don't give a shit 
Oh yeah, of course. Oh god. Obviously, oh, but men men will still have their preferences. The thing is, though, it's a little bit of hair. But also, don't want to lick your vagina because you have hair there. I'd be like, bitch, just use it as floss. Like, get over it. Just use it as floss. That's <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> the thing about vaginas and the thing about penises is penises, they will ejaculate and we from the same hole, but vaginas won't. So actually, who's cleaner? And you're worried about a little bit of hair. This is it. Um, I'm with you though, Amy, because I haven't touched mine in months. Oh, I have got scissors dedicated to trimming them. Yeah. <laughs> but because of this first lockdown, then when Boris said that he could open... What said that he could open? He's going to wax my fanny. No, when Boris (laughs) Stallons could open. Just going to shamelessly plug her here. Her business is called She's Got Grace. So please go follow her on Instagram. Go follow us on Instagram at Amapods as well. They said that we weren't allowed to have our eyebrows or our eyelashes done. But she could wax my vagina. And I remember saying to her, like, my husband has gone to see. The only person other than myself that sees my vagina is my husband. Yet everybody sees my eyes eyebrows and she couldn't wax my eyebrows and i said to her like dave's not here no one's gonna see my fanny but yet you can get i know but it doesn't make sense because i've got three holes down there (laughs) i've got three holes on my face do you know what i mean (laughs) i just don't understand (laughs) in the world right now and i've bought some woo woo cream and i've got a razor and i've got some feet but i don't want to give myself first degree burns right okay my opinion is veet smells i was gonna say woo woo is for intimate areas whereas v isn't yeah it actually says on the pot not to use it doesn't it yeah Yeah. with a razor do you really want to risk getting razor burn and then being pummeled by husband i'm stuck i don't really know what to do and obviously you know my luck's great i am on my period as well also got to think if you use a razor and then you're wearing a sanitary towel say is it gonna rub and then hurt your skin even more do you know what girls i think tomorrow night i'm gonna woo woo cream and just see how it goes Trim it first and woo-woo cream it and hope Make for sure you test it, though, because if you've never used the woo-woo cream before, you don't want to have an allergic reaction, oh, yeah, be on your period, and oh. still be hairy when Dave comes back. <laughs> Put a poll up on our Instagram about um, whether people actually stay on top of their grooming whilst it's winter as much as they do in the summer. Honestly, it came back as, like, 33% stay on top of it, and the rest of them said no. Oh, and there was, like, 67 people that responded to that post. Do you girls shave your legs in the winter? Because I certainly don't. No, I don't. I don't shave them in the summer, let alone in the winter. Your leg hair is like a baby's leg hair. Grow some hair. <laughs> Get hairy, Millie. I can't help having white blonde hairs on my legs that you can't see or feel. To be fair, I went to school with someone like that, and literally, um, she used to have the mix taken out of her all the time because, like, everyone was like, "Oh, she mustn't go for it. She hasn't been through puberty because she's got no like, armpit hair." And I was sitting there thinking. Oh, God, I'd love to be that person. Because she just didn't naturally grow leg or armpit hair. This is what I mean. I started my periods when I was in, like, I was 11. Yeah, I started when I was really young as well. Well, we'll talk about periods in another episode. Do you think that men are as bothered about grooming as women are, though? No. No. Anyone that I've been with in the past holds a really high standard of what, not necessarily what I should look like or but what they prefer, should I say. That's what? the porn industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Amps, have you ever been on Tinder? No. Oh, my God. Virtual high five. <laughs> I am the residential Tinder. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I've been on my friend's Tinders for them. 
done that for my friend as well, but I've never actually been on there physically for myself. Tin- Tinder is a very, very, very shallow app, though, because it is just based on looks. People don't really fill their bio out about anything about them apart from, like, cheesy one-liners that try and entice people to like them. It is a very shallow app. It's one of the most shallow dating apps there is. Yeah, no, I'll go on Tinder because I'm bored. I've never been on a Tinder date. Really? I've been single more than I haven't because all of my relationships have been on and off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've never been on a Tinder date. I've been on a Bumble date. Bumble, the one where women have to message first. Yes. That's so women have more of the power. Oh, I love that. Go yes, on, me yeah. too. And That's if fun. you match with someone, you as the woman have 24 hours to match them, like to talk to them. If you, in them 24 hours, change your mind, you unmatch. Okay. Quite clever for that app though because it's enticing you to stay on that app yeah uh-huh. which is have you tried any others i've tried plenty of fish ones but i just found daunting because it's like i don't know who this person is yeah i used to get messages from like 50 year old men like do you want yeah. to be my sugar baby like things that i'm just not i was been like in. yes man give me the money well oh. now i might say yes but at 19 i wouldn't <laughs> yeah. have oh no i probably would have at 19 give me the money honey yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna track this out there i met my husband on a website it was online but that is another story so i'm just gonna leave a little cliffhanger so that will be a story for another podcast <laughs> so we asked on our instagram page if people have had any experiences online dating and the responses we got were mainly bad but there was another one that stood out and it said both times i've done it guys really creep on you i found and it made her feel really awkward and i think that's quite a big consensus for most of our answers to be honest that they felt awkward intimidated and they were like too anxious to meet up with people yeah i mean i get that 100 percent. like i relate or one of my bumble dates that i've had went really really badly and i've not been on a date since really we went to costa and he picked me up from my well from around the corner from my house it was fine whilst we were in costa we had a nice conversation like all flowed we got on really really well when he was going to give me a lift home he tried to force himself on me in the car what oh my god why do people think just because you've been on a date with someone that that automatically gives the rights to sex why is that a thing exactly and i make it very clear if i ever start talking to someone that i will not sleep with them until i am ready i make that very clear like this still happens like i don't know if it still happens go on reddit but one of the subreddits i followed is called nice guys and some of the stuff you see women just sharing it's men messaging them and these women are very clear and they're like i'm not interested but people message them and they're like fuck you then you fat slag and stuff Mm -hmm. yeah but before that they're perfectly happy to hook up and have sex with them but then all of a sudden you're a fat slag because you won't suck my dick like don't get me wrong like i was strong enough to just get out of his car yeah but some people say no but some people aren't and some people are too scared and i just think that don't get me wrong i was petrified and this was just in the Costa car park as well. So I literally just got out of his car, went back into Costa and said, make sure he doesn't come back in. I'm going to ring a friend for a lift. And he left in his car. And I looked, Did you ever hear in. from him again? Never. Thanks for sharing that, Mills. I'm sorry that happened to you. but It's okay. It's just made me a little bit wary. Fair. See, my thing with online dating now as well is I've got Faye to think about. Sorry, Faye is my daughter. And like, I just can't meet up with random people. But also... 
her dad only has her every other weekend so like trying to get into a relationship with like a person that you don't know but you can only see them every other weekend is difficult because i don't i'm not going to introduce someone to my kid that i've known like a week never going to happen i don't know that person from adam so i have that to think about on top of like oh what if they don't like me like all of the like you know the the shit that comes with the self-consciousness of trying to online date even mm-hmm. with that though where do you go what do you do in the middle of a lockdown you can't even go for walks with a coffee because they're saying that's class as a picnic and they'll fine you 200 pound then online dating in a pandemic has literally a whole another subject like i don't think it's doable like you can text people you can talk to them but you can't meet up with them if it's i can't really see hard. my mum, i'm not meeting someone for a fuck and i think if you are doing that then it's questionable <laughs> get yourself an Anne Summers do you know what I mean sorry can I just say as well if I've gone six seven months without having sex with my husband you can go a global pandemic without having sex with a stranger just 100 percent. just masturbate it's healthy it's normal everybody does it and if you say that you don't do it you're a liar I think it's weird when people say no I don't wank like well how don't you wank what what do you mean you don't wank do you not have needs they're the same people that are like oh don't talk about periods to me Oh, you can't talk about poo. Oh, my goodness. Women don't fart. Fuck off. Okay. I need a shit. See you in a bit. So, 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 I have a question again. Go on, then. This lockdown, for me, has been crappy. Why? And what, what, this one or the whole of it? This one more than the last one, because it last one, it was almost summer, so we could, like, go out for a nice walk in the sun. Yeah. yeah. It was a bit different than one out. Yeah, whereas this one... I don't know whether it's because I did have to self-isolate as well in my bedroom, but, like, mentally it's just been tougher. 100%. What do you do to make yourself feel better? That's what I was going to ask you. But I like to sing. So I like to have a nice, hot, long shower, wash my hair, and sing. The performance. (laughs) Welcome to my show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, literally like a one-woman performance in the shower. I do that walking around my house and Faye's like, no! <laughs> Dave does that to me. <laughs> or Stop me, singing. me and my sister will go on a drive and sing. That's how you should do it, though. Belt it out. Get those troubles out. What does helps you to? Um, like, make, what makes you feel good about yourself? Food. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. Life. Um, I actually love doing a pampering. Like, I love skincare. I, I, I'm absolutely obsessed. I've got really dry skin. I always have had really dry skin, and it's taken me a long, long time to find products that work for me. Now, I found what works for me. When I feel a bit down, I think I'm going to treat myself. I'll have a nice little face mask, maybe a multi-mask, a sheet mask. I'll have a body sheet. I love it all. I think it's beautiful. What about you, Abby? I'm kind of similar, but in a lazy way. Like I don't research what's good for my skin because I just do it. I just look at products on like Cult Beauty or Beauty Bay or something and I'm like, oh, that's got five star reviews. I need to try it. And then I buy it and then I'm just like, this doesn't work for my skin. And now I have 700 spots on my face. Oh, that's how I, I spent hundreds and hundreds doing that. And then I thought I can't like yeah. and now I'm very much a big try before you buy. And a lot of my customers, I'll give them samples of things before letting them buy anything <laughs> because mm-hmm. rather that they like it. Well, then they'll come back. Yeah. yeah. I don't want people spending hundreds and hundreds of pounds on something that's not going to work for them. To be fair, the majority of stuff that I've brought skincare-wise does work for me. If I'm in a bad headspace, 
then I don't keep up with my skincare. That's how I know that I'm in a bad headspace as well, because my skin will be oily, the skin on my legs will be really dry. I just am yeah. not myself at all. So the first thing I have to do in the morning is go and make a breakfast. Like, mummy, I'm hungry. Mummy, I'm hungry. <laughs> mummy, I want breakfast. <laughs> mummy, can I do this? But if I get up in the morning and I haven't made my bed, got myself dressed, got fade dressed, have our washes and whatnot, and done my skincare, I know it's going to be a shit day because I'm just not in the mood for anything. Don't you feel, though, that if you don't get up and do something productive, like making your bed or doing your skincare routine, that you're, you feel like you're going to be lazy and then you're going to waste the day? Before I had Faye, I could literally sleep all day, every day. And now I've had Faye, like, I can't. I'm such a night owl, which is the complete opposite of what I need to be because she does not do late mornings. I can just sleep anywhere, honestly. Sleep is my best friend, and I love it so much. <laughs> she finds that um, during this lockdown, I feel like I'm hibernating like a hedgehog. Like, I'm eating so Me much. Me too. Food. All I do is eat. Me and Jess made a pact. I live with Jess. Me and Jess made the decision that we weren't going to have any takeaways in January. We broke that the first week of January because we had a McDonald's. But we meant we're not ordering from Just Eat. And I forgot to get the meat out for to make chicken teriyaki tonight. But I forgot to get it out. So now I'm like, Jess, can we just have a takeaway? And she's like, no, there's food in the freezer. But takeaway to food in the freezer always during the first lockdown obviously i've lived by myself for however long i've been a single person household and i love cooking i really do love cooking yeah start off with i was working 12 hour days but my hours are cut in half now um but doing a 12 hour shift and then coming home and then having to cook dinner and if you like you said forget to get the meat out or anything it was tedious it was just so much easier for me to order food in I found that when I was just living with me and Faye, she was only about two, so she wasn't on like full meals and she wouldn't eat like chilli, curry, so I just didn't bother cooking it and then like I just put on like 700 stone. You can put on, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I just find convenience food just comes to me. I was literally just about to say to you, it's convenient, it's easy, isn't yeah. it? That's why I've started having things like bananas and stuff around my house, like bananas, I've got peaches, oranges, apples, because yes. when, I, when I want a snack, I can grab that. But I am so fussy when it comes to food, that's my problem. But I just find that this lockdown's hit harder with like the weight going, because like you said, Millie, last lockdown, like the weather was beautiful, everyone was going for walks, like it was too hot to eat like a full yeah. meal, so you were eating like jacket potatoes. And now I look in my fridge and like the whole bottom of my fridge, it's so healthy. Then at the top shelf of my fridge is Faye's snack drawer and I often find myself eating her chocolate. Down food wise is worse than the first. Actually, now I've said that, I've said definitely. I don't think so because I'm in a better headspace than what I was then. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm struggling because it's the other way around for me. Yeah, whereas for me, I felt so alone because Dave wasn't here and obviously I couldn't see yeah. it. My sister had just had a baby who I absolutely adore. Like, I love my sister to death anyway. And I, obviously as a single person household, my sister lives with my mum, so I still got to see them all. But it just wasn't the same. Really, really hard. Although I'd like upped my exercise again because I know that I always feel better after I exercise. I just wasn't in a good headspace. I was worried about the dog. I was working 12-hour days. I was eating crap food. And I honestly do believe you are what you eat. And if you eat shit, you're going to feel like shit. And I did, and I felt awful, and then it all it took was um, someone so out of the loop, my area manager, she just said, are you okay? And I was like, oh, I'm not okay. <laughs> and I just shoved my little heart out, and I handed my notice in 
I think it's difficult as well because you guys are frontline workers. Yeah. So it is difficult because you're like you've both been in the jobs that you're in longer than the pandemic's been around, so you're used to it being such a light-hearted environment because you want to make it good for your service users, and now it's so serious you can't interact with them the same. Yeah. And I think that plays on your motivation as well. They're sick of the sight of us. They're annoyed that we can go out and go home. Like we can't mm-hmm. go out, but they you know they can't even go for walks. There's too many people about. It's too. Yeah go for drives and drives aren't essential it is really hard and i think it just got a bit bit too much for me so i handed my notes in and i didn't have a job to go to i was going to do uh, the body shop full time thankfully because of the body shop they let me cut my hours in half so i was still doing the same shift but a half days and honestly it has helped me so much so i just want to say to anyone if you're struggling or feeling horrible about anything doing it like you're not planted to the same spot you don't have to keep doing the same things forever and find that when you guys put on weight that it changes how you feel when you're having sex oh absolutely i feel like i need the lights off does it make you feel like you can't do certain positions because of like oh no too jiggly in that position yeah, a hundred percent. And Dave is—he's the same height as me, fitter than I am. Like he could just run like three miles in like ten minutes or something. The navy—I don't know what the navy thing is—but he can do it without training or anything. But I can't even. Well, I ran five k in thirty minutes, but I haven't done that in a very long time. I can't even um, walk a mile without being like. <sighs> <laughs> I think people look at us sometimes and think, fucking hell, she must destroy him with her weight. She must snap him in two. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just get, yeah. sometimes I get in my head about it. If I'm not feeling myself, I think, God, people must honestly think that I will, because my ass is massive. I do think that people do sometimes look at us and think, Jesus Christ, she must break him. And I'm not a big drinker, but sometimes I'll have a drink and then I'm like, let me get naked, I'm Beyonce. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's no. Yeah, 100% there is no in between but before you got married today so like obviously you've been with him what six years so before you were actually married did you feel more confident then or do you feel more confident now um i think at first i felt more confident purely for the fact that that it was just a bit of fun and obviously i was younger as well and he's older than me so i was like yes hon like look at me hot and dangerous do you know what i mean i was in the same situation though because Faye's dad's older than me so i actually met him at work and i was in the same boat i felt like oh he is so attracted to me because i'm so much younger and then stuff happened story for another podcast for sure um we broke up and then i found out i was pregnant with Faye. after having a baby you, the way you feel and the way you have sex feels like it, it's different. It's completely different. Different good, different bad. Both. I had my child through the sunroof. So I didn't. I had an emergency section with her. So you have like this permanent little pouch from where you obviously had surgery. And like I can't feel that area whatsoever. Some people get the feeling back. But me personally, I can't feel anything and that made me feel weird because i'm like well is he, is he actually touching me or but obviously it's not i can feel my vagina it's not my vagina but you know like when you're all like handsy and stuff is it completely numb it's hard to describe it's not numb 
but like when I'm shaving my vagina, for instance, because obviously the scar is literally above your pubic bone. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I'm shaving up to where the scar would be about to start, I can feel the razor going over it, but not like it feels like when you're shaving your legs, for instance. It feels more, it's like a hundred times more sensitive. Oh, okay. It feels like like someone's got a lead pencil and is rubbing the pencil along your skin. Oh, that's weird. So strange. It's not the same for everyone. But sex after having a kid, I think, full stop, is weird. But it's even weirder to go and have sex with a different person than that got you pregnant. Yeah, never thought of it like that. Because I know that I think, you know, having a baby with someone that you love, I think that's magical. I really do. I th- having a baby nonstop, I think, is beautiful. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. The idea of you growing a human inside of you does freak me out because one minute they're inside of you, and then the next minute they're out. Like that fucks in my head. Oh, it's not. Ju- it doesn't just fuck with your head. It's like the scariest thing in the world. <laughs> well, it is because when they're inside, when they're inside you, you can, you are in control. You can protect them. Anything that's wrong with you, you know that's wrong with them, and then you stop it. Do you know what I mean? So like that's why people stop drinking when they're pregnant because it can harm their child you don't care yeah. that it harms you but you care that it harms your baby it's like drinking alcohol or smoking when you're not pregnant still harms your body as much as it does when you're pregnant but you stop because it can harm your baby but when you give birth to your child you can't protect what's happening with them and like even now Faye's epileptic so I can't protect what's happening with her because I don't I can't control that anymore whereas when you're mm-hmm. pregnant you can control it taking the child out of the equation your confidence once you've had a kid it either skyrockets because you're like i am one sexy motherfucking mum who's just met like given birth to this beautiful baby or it completely plummets and you're like kind of like postnatal depression comes into it and you're just like how can anyone find me attractive like i'm fat i've got stretch marks now for people who gave birth vaginally they're like oh what if i'm loose now which is a complete myth guys and a lot of pressure to get back in the saddle so to say straight after having um having a baby but does it um with babies like back to earlier on we discussed self-image in tinder you know how shallow some people can be does it yeah. not worry you because i think that's something that worries me like i'm a, a big girl um i've got a few stretch marks on my stomach like it doesn't bother me that I think, and I know it doesn't bother Dave, but God forbid if we ever separated, I would be really paranoid that someone would find that great. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like, dating after you've had a kid, obviously I touched on that earlier, it's different anyway because you've got to take the child into a, like consideration as well. But even just putting yourself in that situation, you need to find someone who will accept you for the way you are now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's difficult because sometimes you don't quite come to terms with the fact that now you present differently than you did before you had a kid. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. But obviously, Mills and I have never had kids, so we've never had to think about it. So before I had Faye, I exclusively wore tampons. I didn't use sanitary towels. But now, not only did I develop polycystic ovaries from having a child, but I also find that I bleed more. So I can't wear a tampon because I'll just bleed through it. I just feel like I can't wear a tampon anyway anymore. All of a sudden, one day, I was like, what if I get toxic shock syndrome? Yeah. I can't wear them either because my tilted cervix makes it too uncomfortable. I have yeah. a tilted cervix, but it never affected me from wearing tampons. Also, um, contraception. I have had the Kylina, which is the new small version of the Marina coil. Oh, I've heard some horror stories about the coil. The nurse had to clamp my cervix. 
Oh, she had to clamp it to get the coil on. Honestly, I've not had a child, <laughs> but I think worse than childbirth. I wanted to pee, vomit, scream, shout, cry all at the same time. Yeah. And I remember putting my hand on the wall, breathing in. Yeah. And she said to me, maybe next time bring someone in with you. Cheers. Thanks for telling me that. That was awful. And then I um, suffered every month when I was during my period with what I would call a coil cramp. And they were the most disgusting cramps that anyone could ever imagine. I actually fell pregnant on the pill. Oh, really? Yeah. So I, at the time, I was working overnights and I had an alarm set on my phone, one to wake me up. And then 20 minutes later, I'd have another one to remind me to take my pill. So I fell pregnant on that. So I ne- I was never got given the option to go back on to the pill. Um. So once I'd had Faye, about eight weeks after, I had the implant put in and didn't bleed for two and a half years and put on like four stone. Like that's not exaggerating. I put on a lot of weight and my skin got really fucking bad. Bad though that when you're on contraception, like a hormonal one, like the implant, that your periods can stop. That that baffles me that a little tiny yeah. thick thing in your arm your periods yeah because that affected me more than the weight gain that i'd got from obviously having a child because yeah. that knocks your confidence massively but i'm not on any contraception now i think with me with my polycystic ovaries it would just completely screw up the pattern that my body naturally gets itself into and i just wasn't having periods but i was like getting the feeling like i'm completely backed up does that make sense yeah that makes yeah yeah you have one when your periods come it's like hello literally it got to the point where october last year was my first period i've had three years um, and I ended up at the doctor's because I was literally bleeding through an hour, wow. like to the point where I was actually like leaking. I don't have period pants, do you? Yeah. Well, actually, all my pants are now period pants. It's married life. Oh, see, I still, I love my lacy underwear. So no. not, I still wear lacy underwear. I'm about to get down and dirty. Do you know what I mean? They're on for like five minutes. I can't wear lace either because of my sensitive skin. So it's literally just, so I wear like cotton calvin Klein's most of the time yeah but yeah, there's some sexy levels in that down there as well <laughs> calvin Klein's are attractive but i love to don a bodysuit like a lace teddy if i'm feeling sexy for my man when i have one that is i'm gonna put on a lacy teddy and look good uh, i'm However, more of like a full body stock in person me <laughs> don't i love it no, i couldn't fit in one of them let's be fair yes you can yes you can you can I, I would Honestly, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I'd look like a gammon joint straight from the butchers. No, don't get the, don't get the crisscross ones. Get the fishnet ones that are smaller holes. Sexier, honey. I had obviously had my coil put in and I wasn't old enough at the time to have a smear test. But because I'd had the coil, I had to go for a smear test. Um, getting my fanny out doesn't really faze me. I'm not bothered. It's natural. 50% of the population have vaginas. And I'm really glad, actually, that I had the coil. If anything good was to come out of the coil, uh, it was me getting an early smear test. How early did you have it? Only 24, so a year earlier than what I should have. Yeah. But they said that I needed to go and get it done, and I did. And I just need to say it's like having your fanny wax. It's mind over matter. They literally get this little brush and tickle it. 
I had Faye at 21, so four years ago. And when I was in labour, I there was something wrong. What I described to everyone else, obviously it's not actually called this, a telescope up my vagina to get some blood out of the top of Faye's head. Ever since then, I've thought, do I need to get like a smear test? I was always under the understanding that once you've had kids, you start having smear tests, which I think you should. I had my first smear test back in December. I was a bit late because of the pandemic. They were running behind on appointments, but they are still running them. So if you are due one, please go to your doctors. So I was a bit late having one and I was really nervous because I was like, I am not shaving my vagina just for the sake of a nurse shoving a probe up my vagina. Still, I still thought, oh, are they going to care about the fact that I have hair but it's just natural to think like that and I was so anxious I was like what's it gonna feel like but like you said it's literally just like a little speculum up it scratches that's how I could describe it and I think I was so in my own head about it I felt like I could actually hear it oh really yeah it was so strange and then all of a sudden she was like right you're done you can put your pants back on and I was just like what I've literally just taken them off my friend had found abnormal HPV cells, so she then has to return next year to see if they turn cancerous, because that's what they are before they're cancerous cells. Mm-hmm. So I was really nervous about that. Very, isn't it? And I think it's so common for people to get HPV cells, like more oh, common yeah. than we realise. My smear test was not smooth sailing. Still go back and get it done again. Yeah, and it's, it's difficult to say as well, isn't it? Because they're not something to be enjoyed. It was very uncomfortable for me like it really really hurt going in it i was like <gasps> and she was like you okay i was like mm. and then she was like i can't find your cervix they, make like, Sorry, what? they go and cough and i think if i cough i'm gonna fart on her face <laughs> so she made me cough she was like i still can't see it i'm gonna have to take it out and you're gonna have to move so then she made me sit on a pillow and my fists like in balls to tilt my bottom half and so then she put the smaller one back in and she was like, okay, I found it. It it hurt. And she said, I can see like endometrial tissue when I'm looking at your cervix. So it was at your smear test when you found out that you had endometriosis? No, I haven't actually had a full diagnosis of it. I've been told I've got retrograde menstruation. Okay. All my research, I did research for hours. Every single result that comes back is the first early stage of uh, endometriosis okay but that's just the thing is called. with with endometriosis because um jess is going for a similar thing um they don't like to diagnose as, as early as you are because you need to have surgery to diagnose it and unless something's wrong they won't diagnose yeah. it fully. and it can take like eight to ten years to be diagnosed yeah regardless of how much it hurts regardless of how scared you are get your smear test done because it could save your life my friend was telling me yesterday about the three two one method and because i had like a I can't, I can't remember what it was, but I was like, I need to do this. And he was just like, take a deep breath, three, two, one, do it. And it's like that with getting your smear test. Take a deep breath, three, two, one, get it done. I'd say count to 10 out of max. That's the time it will take. It will probably take less than that. And that's probably getting your knickers down and then going. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now I've actually had one done. The most awkward bit about it is myself feeling awkward about it. Do you know what I mean? People worry a lot, like you said earlier, about, oh, I'm shaving myself for going. Like, yeah. Sean, who waxes my vagina, I think I've mentioned waxing my vagina so many times in this uh, episode. We have spoken about vaginas a lot. (laughs) Does it not bother you? Like, do you ever just think, oh, my God, I've seen so many people's vaginas. And bum or does she think, are they ugly or something? Yeah, she was like, absolutely not. It's a patch of hair that I've got to get rid of. Spread your legs and get your smear, hun. 
it's normal going back to contraception if you weren't married and you're not on anything or millie even though you're on the pill do you use condoms yes every time yeah i would dave said to me before when i because i had a break from the implants i had an issue with the implant coming out i had to have deep implant removal (laughs) i'm not going on anything for a while just need some time off because that made me really hormonal and angry and i said to dave like i'm not ready to have a kid like obviously i don't think you're ever going to be ready to have a kid but i i did there's better times in your life to have a child though i must say that so I said, we're going to, you know, we'll get condoms. And he's like, oh, but it's better when you don't have them. And I was like, well, unless you um, you go and take the pill, or if you, do you know what I mean? Like, if you were to do anything like that, then it'd be fine. But yeah. unfortunately, there is no contraception for men other than condoms. And I've been putting contraception in my body for the whole of our relationship. It's now your turn to plug it, hon. Have you girls ever had a condom stuck inside? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good about the condom saga. Yes. So yes. after having Faye, obviously me and Faye's dad had sex before I was actually allowed to go on any contraception. Um, so we were using condoms, and we were really, really hammered. I woke up to a condom wrapper next to my head, and I said, "Did did we have sex last night?" And he was like, "What you mean? You can't remember? You know, like how men get when you're like, what what happened?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, of course we did." And I was just like, "Oh." I was like, well, where's the condom then? Because I've got the wrapper. And he was like, I don't know. So he looked in his bin and it wasn't in the bin. So he looked in the bathroom bin and it wasn't in the bathroom bin. So he looked in the kitchen bin and it wasn't in the kitchen bin. So then panic mode set in and we were looking around under the bed, under the duvet, literally stripping the quilts off and everything. And then I was like, I think it's inside me. And then I rang my mum and I was like, mum, I think a condom's stuck inside my vagina. She was like, What? You're not meant to be having sex yet. Well, can we just ignore that part right now and go back to the part where I think a condom stuck inside my vagina? Honestly, the exact same thing has happened to me. And it was a week before I was due to get the coil. And obviously, you're not allowed to have unprotected yeah, sex before you have the coil. You're not allowed to have sperm inside of you. Yeah, and so right. like, we'd had a few drinks, Very doggy well, style. Right. And honestly, like, it, oh, it was so good. And then afterwards, and then like you go to clean up and Dave's like, uh where's the condom like it must have fallen off couldn't again couldn't find it anywhere it was it was up it was inside of me it was yeah so how did you get yours out because i tried getting out myself i tried pushing it out on the toilet like i was having a baby like a condom baby <laughs> and in the end it just was not coming out so i literally turned around to face dad and i was like you're gonna have to fish it out and my mum actually said on the phone get face dad to put his fingers back up where his penis was and get it the fuck out and then go get the morning after pill. <laughs> yeah, so I panicked and I cried because I thought, oh my God, I'm going to die. Like, it's inside of me. What the hell? Um, I called Alice. She said, do you want me to get some chopsticks to fish it out? Because she's the queen of Google. She Googled it. She said, get in the bath and squat and birth it out. Just birth the condom out. And I couldn't. So I'd finally accepted the fact that I was probably going to die a condom death. <laughs> die of... <laughs> From having it inside of me, I said, oh, Dave, you're just going to have to go up there, lube it up, and he just fished it out. But it was painful getting it out. Had it ever happened to you, Billy? Yeah. Quite common then. (laughs) I think it's happened to a lot of people. Anyone is listening, if this has happened to you, can you please send us a message on our Instagram? Because I want to know. Yeah, definitely. It just kind of slipped off. Did you know when you were having sex that it slipped off? Because me and Amy were both drunk, so did you know? No, I was sober, and he stopped, and he went, Mills. I went, what? He went, the condoms come off, and I think it's still inside you. I was like, sorry? 
Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was like, you can have to fish it out. So we did. Oh, no, I was freaking... And the fact that it had been up there, like... Mine it was like, like three hours before we got it out. Mine had been up there for like 12 because we went to sleep and I didn't know. <laughs> Whereas mine was straight away and it was still not far up. My vagina must have been like a suction cup and sucked it right up to my uterus. <laughs> 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 like a motherfucker getting there. Yeah. It's nice to know that it's happened to other people though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> bigger the hoop, bigger the high question time. So this week, because obviously we're still building our following and this is our first podcast, you don't know how open we're actually gonna be, which is pretty fucking open if you ask me. Um we put a question out saying where is the weirdest place you have had sex? Quite a few responses, but we'd narrowed it down to three. And these three, we're then going to react to whether that's a weird place and whether we've done it ourselves. First one, round the back of some shops downtown on the stairs. Weird place or not? I wouldn't say weird, just risky. It depends what time of day it was, I think. If it's broad daylight, then weird. But if yeah, it's yeah. not and you just want a little bit of risk in your life, then chuck it in the fuck it bucket. Because we've got Emma's downtown. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're drunk, does that change things? I think, I don't know, Emma's is just Emma's, isn't it? I think it says it all. If you've not been there, then you literally will not understand. But it's small, it's grotty. But if you're Every town has one. Every town has an Emma's. If you've been to Emma's and it's with a stranger, then your hoop is huge. But if it's with a fuck buddy, someone that you slept with a few times, or your partner, you just want a little bit of risk, then I think your hoop's quite small. I have never done that, have you two? No. Okay. Next one. Side of a road. Doesn't specify, it just says side of the road. I do know this person, and it was definitely on grass, because I'll just tell you a little backstory. I then went and met her and had to roll down a hill to cover myself in grass so her mum wouldn't ask her questions. <laughs> That's true friendship. That is friendship at its finest. Um, if it was a quiet road, then uh, I don't think you're at home. I feel like I need too many details to know. I would just say that your hoop's average. Okay. Millie? Yeah, no, I agree with Amy. I don't think it's too weird. I think it's extremely yeah. risky if the road is busy. But you if it's dark... People love risk. Okay, last one, and they literally said, I hope this can be done anonymously, because if not, I'm fucked, but a storeroom at work. That is risk at its next level. I don't Isn't think, it? Oh, you need to know the backstory, don't you? No, but without the backstory, would you without do it? Backstory, um, at a shop, then... I okay, might... put yourself in this scenario, then. You work at Asda. Yeah. 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 So I think that one again is a medium hoop. I'm quite impressed. There were others, but like I said, we'll just stick with the three. <laughs> I'm intrigued to see what uh, next week's question is. Definitely. Oh, girls, does anyone else get really itchy or sensitive nips when you're on your period? Yes. All the time. Oh. On that note, thanks, girls. Yeah. This has been a very good first episode. Always a pleasure, never a chore. I look forward to the next one. Bye. Bye. Bye.